0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust. Destination Debbie, welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on all social media platforms at the... You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go.
1: Elite Seekers, what's going on? Episode 18, and we have made it to April. That means we are officially in the springtime. And man, football is just everywhere. Everywhere you look, you're seeing the, the college spring practices going on. We're already hearing, you know, just a ton of moves in the NFL, so it's an exciting time. You know, it really gets the juices flowing. I think after you know a couple month hiatus and uh, everybody's getting back into the league, so I'm pumped for this one. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. We've been going after the Elite Region Series. I'm gonna take a break from that. I wanted to give you guys some of my first rankings. So today, I'm going to dive in, give you my top five quarterbacks for the 2024 NFL Draft eligible class. As always, I expect there to be some movement over the next three years as to where players will fall and and how they develop. But with the information we have, this is where I see them landing when it's all said and done. In this lens, we're going to keep it about fantasy football. So those with some dual threat ability will typically have a higher ceiling than those without. Now, this doesn't mean, though, that we will completely discount pocket passers. It just means they show something extra special to be able to keep up, eventually become a top five quarterback at the NFL level, a la why we seek the elite on this show. Now, when it comes to the process, as far as trying to project quarterbacks and how they'll fare down the road, both in college and then eventually as a pro, I look for a couple of main traits. Now, the very first trait that we need to look at for it is just overall decision making. Can this said quarterback go through the progressions they have to show a good understanding and a grasp of both their offense, as well as how to use it against different defensive schemes on the field. When looking at quarterbacks coming out of high school, this can be very much a a challenge and and really tough to decipher based on different rush-first offenses we see, as well as coaches just deciding to use big-time athletes as rushing quarterbacks first, not really spending the time to develop or showcase their passing ability. The second trait I'm looking for is arm strength, And just overall arm talent. If a quarterback does a great job commanding his offense and understanding what the defense is throwing at him, then he needs to be able to place the ball where he knows it needs to be. For some quarterbacks, it's all about the deep throw. Others, it's all about driving the ball in tight windows or from sideline to sideline, just ensuring it's on time. Combining decision making and arm talent will absolutely reflect in the quarterback's overall accuracy. And then last but not least, the trait that really just helps takes quarterback to a whole step above where their arm talent alone might be is just escapability sure it's super nice to find the next lamar jackson or the next josh allen in terms of rushing floor but what about the quarterbacks who just do a great job escaping the pocket to extend a play those big plays are the ones that turn into big time fantasy points and can be the difference between winning a week or not now that you have a bit of an idea of what i'm looking for for trying to pinpoint the next elite quarterback at the NFL level, let's go ahead and jump into our number five quarterback in the 2024 NFL draft class.
0: Target on in three, two,
1: one. At number five, let's get started with a name you might have heard of and you might not have. That's Jackson Dark, six foot three, two hundred ten pounds, four star out of Draper, Utah. He signed with USC. Man, this dude is different. Jackson Dart is this class's ultimate gunslinger, someone who kind of came out of nowhere and just blew up. He had a couple in-state offers from BYU and Utah State early on, but then he transferred to Corner Canyon High School, and Dart went completely nuclear, just leading his team to a 14-0 record and state title. During that season, Dart ended up throwing for 4,691 yards, and get this. 67 touchdowns to only four picks. That's crazy. And guess what? The guy has some wheels too. He put up another 1,195 yards and 12 touchdowns on the ground. Upon this explosion, offers started pouring in from Arizona State, Iowa State, TCU, UCLA, Wazoo, and eventually he chose USC. Now, when watching Jackson Dart on the field, he looks like he's playing a video game, he was just kind of making plays that beat you through the air, beat you with your legs, being just ultra creative out there. He consistently completes throws on the run, and although can come across pretty reckless at times, he's definitely the type to make a coach yell out, "No, no, no!" before clapping and saying, "Great job," and, and pretending like the coach made up the play the whole time. Now, Dart's arm strength and overall arm talent allow him to make these off-platform throws with ease, and I'm really curious to see if USC will be able to play to his strengths. And just keep the turnovers down as he was able to, you know, in high school, but against much lesser talent. Dart's legs are going to be used to more extend plays. And and I think that's going to be a big piece to this and and a big wrinkle that um, USC really has to find a way to use consistently if they want to go ahead and make a run on dominating the Pac-12 again at some point. Now, we're certainly going to see him rip off some big runs from time to time. I just don't see that being schemed in with him consistently. The sky is truly the limit for this kid, though. Dart is someone that's going to sit behind Slovis in year one and, and have a really good chance to win the job in 2022. He's going to be competing with Miller Moss, who is higher in ranking. But, you know, I think the ceiling is there for Dart. It's going to be interesting. But if he wins that job in 2022, watch out. It's wheels up for the 6-3 gunslinging Jackson Dart. Me
0: target. on in three.
1: Two, one. Now let's head out east. We're going to talk about number four, Drake May, six foot five, 220 pounds, four star out of Charlotte, North Carolina. He is signed with the university of North Carolina. Now Drake May could be this class as Justin Herbert as he has all the pieces in place to become an elite pocket passer at the next level. Drake's family has tar heel blood running through their veins. His dad, Mark, Started at quarterback for North Carolina in the 80s. His brother, Luke May, you may have heard of. He was a starting forward on the national champion Tar Heels basketball team just a couple seasons ago. And the first thing that jumps out to you about Drake is just his prototypical 6'5", 220-pound frame. He isn't going to beat you with his legs. But when you see his footwork, his confidence while manning the pocket, it's exciting. It gives you you know uh, just a sense that he is in command of everything happening out there. His decision-making and accuracy really stand out, as they should for someone that's 6'5 and has no problem seeing over the trenches. Pair that with his smooth throwing mechanics, his strong arm, and you really have the makings of a pocket passer who can make all the necessary NFL throws, going into a college system that just loves to air it out. Taking over for Sam Howe after learning from him for one year seems completely in the cards. You also love to see that he was enrolled early this year and already getting acclimated to the college football life. Drake does have a chance to be an immediate backup in his freshman season, which would be great for his development. For someone who finished his two years as a high school starter with 6,713 yards, 86 touchdowns, and a 68.5% completion percentage, including 50 touchdowns to only two picks while completing 72% of his passes in his last season while leading his school to a 12-1 record, I'd say North Carolina seems pretty primed for a seamless transition From Sam Howe to Drake May. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff. And it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed. Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Indeed.com slash blue wire offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply.
1: At number three, I have Tyler Buckner, six foot two, 205 pounds, four star out of La Jolla, California. He signed with Notre Dame. Tyler Buckner is a quarterback. Well, I wasn't high on early in the process and looking back on it. I really don't understand why. While everyone will gush over his athleticism, which is truly top notch for the position, it's his ball placement that really sets him apart for me. Sure, we do see a lot of quarterbacks dropping great timing on deep passes, but Buckner can really let it rip at a high velocity while still hitting his wide receivers perfectly in stride. Whether a sideline out route, a post route, or a corner fade route, Buckner puts extra juice on these throws. And just makes his wide receivers look great regardless of their separation ability. There's a lot of Russell Wilson to his game in that sense. And that's really what has me rewinding and moving him up my board. I know many people expect and are hoping for Buckner to be the starter from day one at Notre Dame. But I just don't see it happening. The last time Coach Brian Kelly started a freshman was 10 years ago. So it seems based on comments so far that Wisconsin grad transfer... Jack Cohn and sophomore Drew Pine will be competing for their roles. If Cohn wins as expected, we could see Pine look to enter the transfer portal if he's feeling the heat from Buckner, and he should be. Buckner has looked good showing off the ball placement he featured in high school during spring practices so far, while seeming to form a special connection with 2023 eligible wide receiver Xavier Watts. Once the starter is announced at Notre Dame, does not name Tyler Buckner. Don't let that deter you as it might be your chance to nab a high upside quarterback for the future of your Debbie rosters. The development will be good for him. I promise you that. On in
0: three, two, one.
1: At number two, I got to go with Sam Heward. He's only 6'1", 190 pounds, but he is a five-star out of Bellevue, Washington, signed with the University of Washington. Sam Heward is special. The number one overall rated pro-style quarterback by most recruiting services is well-deserved. Hewitt is coming off a historic high school career in the state of Washington, where he broke the all-time passing yards record in his final high school game while only playing three total games in his COVID-shortened senior year. In the record-breaking final game of his career, he threw for 514 yards and eight touchdowns before enrolling at University of Washington for spring quarter immediately after. He finished up with 13,214 yards and 153 touchdowns as a four-year starter and a super, super polished quarterback prospect. Heward's dad is Damon Heward, who started at quarterback in the NFL, and his uncle is Brock Heward, who also played quarterback at the NFL level. Both are also former University of Washington quarterbacks. Sam has been preparing for this moment his entire life, and it really just shows when watching him dissect the defenses. Seemingly always one step ahead. As a lefty, Hewitt is already going to give defenses something extra to prepare for. But where he really stands out is his processing of the field and overall anticipation. His arm talent is special in terms of accuracy, placement, and touch. And he really shows great understanding of the defenses being thrown at him. He definitely lacks size, only being 6'1, 190 pounds for now, but I don't see that being an issue once he gets in the weight room. At University of Washington. This should also help his overall arm strength too. Just packing on that muscle is, is gonna help. gonna help him keep keep upright, stay healthy, all of the above. Heward will compete with second year quarterback Dylan Morris for the starting job in 2021. And although Morris had a strong freshman campaign and looked really good, I do think the job of Coach Lake is to get the highly ranked recruit on the field as soon as possible. Don't wait to get Sam Heward on your rosters. As once he does win that starting job, it's just going to be a big-time boost for his stock. He's got wide receivers Romo Dunze and Jalen McMillan on the team. He's going to light it up at the University of Washington. We're here. We made it. We made it to my number one quarterback. It is not a huge surprise. This guy is the ultimate competitor. My number one, the six foot one, 210 pound five star out of Washington, D.C., who is signed with Oklahoma. That is Caleb Williams. Whatever film you have seen on Williams, I highly suggest you go back, check out how his team responds to him. He just has this infectious energy that paired with his talent is going to allow Oklahoma to just do some great things as a team. Now, it's no secret the fantasy football studs that Oklahoma has been pumping out in recent years at the quarterback position. Guys like Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts, even Baker Mayfield coming around now, and Spencer Rattler seeming like another future first-round pick. This fit is a great one for Caleb, in my opinion, as he'll have a chance to earn the keys to his high-powered offensive system and just really take it to new heights. As the 106th-ranked prospect of all time, according to 24-7 Sports, Williams carries some clout, and it isn't just his running ability getting him there. His decision-making, his magician-like skills, his arm strength, creativity, and just playing mental toughness makes him one of the most fun prospects to watch coming out of high school. He will surely make the D.C. area proud, and all the pieces to the puzzle are there for a potential number one overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft class. So there you have it. You guys now have my very, very early 2024 quarterback rankings, number five through one. I hope that helps you out a little bit. I hope it you know, gives you some insight. I think there's going to be rankings that are all over the board. There's definitely some names that I left out that have the potential to jump up there and earn jobs early on in their career and really just, just take off in the Debbie world, the college football world, the potential NFL talent down the road. So stay tuned. I plan to do this with other positions. I'll hit you guys with the running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. And just try to get you ahead of the game. That's the whole point of this show. We want to find those guys early and often. And we're looking for the elite potential. So really love these five. I think they got great, great talent. But a lot has to happen between now and their 2024 NFL draft. So let's keep it moving. It is now time for the quote of the show. You were designed for accomplishment, engineered for success, and endowed with the seeds of greatness. That one comes to us from Zig Ziglar. That guy has, you know, just some amazing books, speeches, whatever. It's all about motivation. But you gotta really just believe in yourself, no matter what it is you're going after. If you're doing something that you don't love right now, spend a little time every day, invest in yourself, go after it. You know, I'm not saying go leave your full time job because that's, you know, that's not really a doable thing for all of us. But go out there and figure out what you want to be doing, and just put away 30 minutes a day, an hour a day. Get up early, stay up a little later, make it happen but I believe in you guys. I'm definitely trying to find the time to do the same stuff. Let's keep it rocking together. Hit me up anything you ever got. You guys can find me on Twitter at TheBenEB. Changed it up on you a few weeks ago, but love you guys. Appreciate it. That's all for now. Elite Seekers out.